2: Dallas, Texas may be known for cowboys and barbecue, but 2022 will be the year of pro wrestling for the Lone Star State. They say everything is bigger in Texas, so we're testing that theory by making this busted open's biggest WrestleMania party ever. I'm doing McGregor with a rowdy SmackDown Women's Championship match. to a bloody anticipated title versus title brawl. What the blood? That's what I want. No wonder 2022's WrestleMania is two nights instead of one. And oh yeah, and let's not forget Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania with special guests Stupendous analysis and plenty of fun to go around. Busted Open is here to get you ready for the show of shows. Coming to you live from Texas, live in Dallas. This is Busted Open's WrestleMania party on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Here are your hosts, Dave LaGreca, WWE Hall of Famers, Bully Ray and Mark Henry, and ECW legend Tommy Dreamer.
1: Dave LaGreca and WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, the one and only Bully Ray. A WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports, my tag team partner today the one and only, Mark Henry! And the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer! What's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? Ayo! Mark Henry, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Did, uh, did you pick out that suit, or did you go through Seth Rollins' garbage?
1: Well, hold on a second. Wait a second here. just want you to know that the lovely Violetta bought me this beautiful suit months ago, and that fraud, Seth Rollins, saw a picture and wore it on Monday Night Raw.
4: Bully, if you and I had that, uh, we'd be my grandmother's couch.
1: (laughs) I am so excited to be around the Busted Open Nation for the first time in three years.
5: Dave, I'm I'm, I'm looking at this ensemble, and you have on pearls. That's right, yep. Are those those pearls of wisdom, or (laughs) did you uh,
3: have a... Have a moment. Uh, He got that pearl necklace from Cody. Easy. (laughs) Easy. (laughs) (laughs) What? Hey.
1: That's what I do. (laughs) That's what I do. Hey. Hey, if we get him as a guest, (laughs) I don't mind.
3: (laughs) No, no, no. He's going to be next door tonight. (laughs) Tommy. Yes, sir get the tables why are you stealing my stuff
1: you stole mine high five (laughs) are you guys excited for wrestlemania
3: i'm pretty excited hey i think we i think we definitely need to do this every single one of you that are here today thank you very much for showing up
1: we appreciate you busted open nation absolutely Absolutely. Got a lot of familiar faces, some new faces out here in the crowd. Yeah. So this is amazing, guys. But, but you, Dave, you see right here close Woo! Woo!
5: is the nation. Yeah, represent always. Represent. Man, love you guys, man. And thank you, Christina, for the cigars. Uh, Shut up! Thank you. I like free. If it's free, I'll take three. <laughs>
3: I want to give a special shout-out right now. Go ahead. Okay. To Flounder.
1: Where is Flounder?
3: Flounder's Don't out there right now.
1: Where's, Where's Flounder? You'll never know. Oh, come on, man. Special shout-out to Flounder. You know what? Flounder is here, but you know who's not here? Ryan McNichol. Didn't make it McKinnell. out to Texas. McKinnell. Oh, McKinnell. I'm sorry. sorry. Ryan McNichol Didn't make it out to Texas today, so maybe next year. But one thing that is going to happen next hour... Is that you, you, and you and some very special guests are gonna roast me right here at Texas Live.
5: There, there
1: there's gonna be roast. Oh uh, <laughs> we're gonna have roast
3: rabbit. We're gonna have roast rabbit.
5: <laughs> Man, I, I would've came early if I'd have thought there was gonna if I knew there was gonna be roast here. I like roast potatoes. And carrots. Oh my goodness. And those hot butter rolls that they serve with it.
3: Oh, say it and slower. Mash. Say it slower. And mashed <laughs> potatoes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to eat at all. I'm going to drink some daddy soda so I get a nice buzz on for the roast an hour or two. You, you're going to need that.
4: <laughs> for those of you, because we, you know, uh, Dave has not eaten anything. And before we come out here, he goes, You know, I don't want to feel a little uh, lightheaded, but whenever I have a beer and no food, I uh, get lightheaded. I don't want to pass out, so yet he has another beer. So, uh, you know, we may have to improvise.
3: Do you think Dave should do at least one shot of Jack Daniels before the roast? Wait. In honor of Steve Austin's return, if you think Dave LaGreca should do one shot, give me a hell yeah!
5: yeah. Uh, The people? have spoken.
1: I and mean, I'm not one to Bartender. Wait. Oh please. Not. Can we get a shot of Jack? Oh, come on, Mark. Can we at least wait until just before the road No. I'm not one to ever let the nation down. But I got a show to do here for the nation. We got to entertain. Technically Monday
3: through Friday you let the nation down. <laughs>
1: Do I let the nation thank God for the three of us? Wait a second. Do I let you down Monday through Friday? Say, fuck no.
3: Wow. What was the last thing Marissa said before we went out here?
4: She said, uh, "Don't give any f's, please."
5: You know, keep it.
4: Can you try not to curse? I don't know.
1: Where Where is Mother Marissa, by the way? Because Mother Marissa is the one who found this amazing venue, Texas Live, the Arlington Backyard. So thank you, Mother Marissa. Also, where's Gabby? We gotta thank Gabby. Where's Gabby? She's
3: FaceTiming with Wardlow.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Or is it Ricky Stars? Ooh, Y'all <laughs> written dirty. <laughs> or is it <laughs> But anyway, I mean, thank you guys again, but we wouldn't do it without you. Like Bully said, this is what we've been waiting three long years for. We will break down WrestleMania as best we can, but to party with the nation like we're doing today. Because I gotta be honest, I say it all the time. Two years ago, three years ago, we we really didn't know if this was gonna happen. WrestleMania 36, no people, and here we are, WrestleMania 38, right here at AT AT&T Stadium. So,
5: this is amazing. Dave, I I recall you saying that, man, I don't know if it'll ever be the same again. I don't know if we'll ever be in an environment where you'll see a crowd of people. You remember that? Yep, I do. And, I mean, two and a half years. My (laughs) man.
3: (laughs) Yep. Yep. uh, I know there's no way in hell you're doing that
1: shot, Mark Henry. All right, there's two shots of Jack Daniels. Tommy, can you stop this, please?
4: You get yourself in these messes all the time. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to that young man right there in the apricot. You're the youngest member of the nation I've ever seen. Yeah, you are. There you go, buddy. <laughs> kind of guilty I dropped that F-bomb. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I did that.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. What is this? I don't drink. All right, wait, it, you know what? It's truth serum. For those that are here, and we have a good crowd here at the Arlington Backyard, here at Texas Live, I normally don't do a shot, but for you people that are here today, cheers, my friends. Thank you. Do your shot. There you go, son of a bitch. That was a double, Dave. Uh, Great. A double shot, Violetta, so you can take advantage of me once this show is over.
4: (laughs) Violetta, don't worry.
1: Behind
5: every successful man, there's a woman behind him going.
4: Violetta, don't worry. If
1: not, I'll show him my boobs. It's okay. (laughs) By the way, Violetta LaGreca, stand up for the nation here at the Arlington Backyard. Greatest pierogies here in the States, my friends. Greatest pierogies here in the States. You have to
5: say
3: brisket in Texas. Violetta! 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 This is more over than me, Bolt. That's not difficult. Hey, how many of you have tried Violetta's pierogi before? Raise your hand.
1: Aren't they the best? If I would have known that <laughs> before I got married, I'd have changed things <laughs> hey. a little bit different. Hey, we got a big, big show in store for you. We got some amazing guests that are gonna be joining us here right before WrestleMania, night number one. The Murder Hawk, monster himself, Lance Archer, yeah. is gonna join us here today. Wait, time out. Izzy, where are you going? No, 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 you get
3: right back here, young lady. Izzy is in the house. You're not leaving, where are you going? No, 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 no. You sit he? down right there on those steps. Sit down, and you stay there until the show is over.
5: You don't have to listen to him. He's yes, not he does. He's not really your uncle. Yes, I am. Yes, actually, he, yes, he is. <laughs> he's, like, he's like the fake uncle. I'm the cool uncle. Oh, yeah, that's, that's one to that get you in trouble, too.
1: <laughs> also, we're going to have NWA Women's Champion Camille in the house as well. And since it is WrestleMania, and the backdrop is the WWE WWE Hall of Famer, DDP is gonna be in the house for our show today. And then our number two of today's show will be my roast, Tommy Bully Mark. Former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis is gonna be one of our roasters today. And your current knockouts champion Tasha steals with a little flavor in the roast in our number two.
5: Wow, I see what you did right there.
1: You like, you like that? I like it. I like God, this that. Jack Daniels is going right When G D P gets
3: here, will you try to do some of his yoga? Uh,
4: Those jeans look a little tight. <laughs> These are my skinny jeans.
1: <laughs> They're not working. They're elastic. You know, made out of spandex. You know, we're just hours away from night number one of WrestleMania, and I gotta tell you, I'm starting to get a little excited because we're gonna see Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Dave, what are you the most excited for night one? Uh, You know what? I'll have an answer for you right after this next break because we're here live at Texas Live, Arlington Backyard, myself, Mark Henry, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer will be right back, right here on
2: a Saturday edition of Busted Open We're just getting started here at Texas Live, so crack another daddy soda This is the Busted Open Wrestlemania Party Ladies and gentlemen We are Serious XM Fight Nation is your home for the hardest hitting combat sports talk you'll find in the world. Whether it's pro wrestling, MMA, or boxing, join the conversation with us at 877 Fight 93, anytime from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern, as we react to the hottest storylines, most intriguing matchups, and more. Oh my God! Your home for the best all day combat sports talk anywhere is Serious XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. Live from the Arlington backyard at Texas Live. This is Busted Open's WrestleMania party. Now, back to your hosts, Dave LaGreca, Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer, and Bully Ray. Yeah. Back here on Busted
1: Open, Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray, Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer, and more importantly, the Busted Open Nation. We're live at Texas Live. Arlington Backyard, and Mark, you just asked me a question. What I'm most excited for, night number one of WrestleMania, I got to be honest with you, I'd be lying if I didn't say it, the KO show with Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, it's been, God, how long, like 10 years since Steve made an appearance? It's, it's been a while, and it's been 19 years since he's wrestled. At WrestleMania.
5: So I mean to see somebody actually get in there and uh, I, I don't even need to kick in the stunner just the beers just the you know bringing out somebody and, and being able to toast and I hope it goes the way that everybody wants I know y'all want a match right? Yeah. Y'all want to see him work and, 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 and Steve is in the best shape I, I've seen him in and probably ever I mean he looks great and I'm sure that he can get that done, but there's nothing like when that glass breaks, he comes down to the ring and he calls for the beers and he's catching them and he's toasting them and, and showing respect to you guys. Uh, man, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Like, it's, it's, I can't wait.
1: It's gonna be a lot of fun. Now, before I go to WrestleMania night number one, I'm gonna have myself a pizza pie, you know, a little dough, a little sauce, a little cheese. Somebody who disagrees with that is our next guest, and that's the murder hawk monster himself, Lance Archer! Oh, business is about
6: to pick up! Hey, everybody, how's everybody doing today?
0: You want some pizza, huh? Well, listen, I love pizza. There's only one way you can eat pizza the right way, and that's if it's got a little pineapple on it, and this is for you, brother. Wow.
1: Pineapple pizza is the best, right? Go ahead. I made a promise. I told the nation last week that if Lance Archer brought some pineapple pizza to Texas Live, that I would actually have a slice. You're welcome. You have to have a whole
3: slice. If you don't have a whole slice, you can do another shot of Jack
1: Daniels.
0: (laughs) Or both, they weren't both.
1: I'm gonna have a slice (laughs) of some pineapple pizza. What do you think, nation? Should I have a slice of pineapple pizza? You gotta do it, man. It's 50-50. That's
0: if anybody's saying no, I'm gonna come out there and choke slam you, okay? So shut
4: up.
1: <laughs> There's nothing else on it but here content. we go. Let me tell you something. There's nothing like the first time. So I'm about to pop my cherry right here on Busted Open in front of you.
0: You're welcome, Dave
3: and like shit. You're not allowed
1: to say the F curse. The F curse? <laughs> the F curse. What's going on, Lance? How are you, man? I'm good,
0: man. I heard there's a little wrestling event going. What's on?
1: Yeah, yeah we do have <laughs> something going on right behind us, Lance. But my goodness, man. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for coming out here for the Busted Open Nation. Thanks for all you do, my friend. I
0: appreciate you guys having me on, man.
1: So, Lance, have you murdered anyone recently?
0: <laughs> yeah, last week, actually. Dustin.
4: Ooh, yeah, that was a hell of a match. Really <laughs> Thank was. you, man. What'd you do to
0: his I smacked the crap out of him. What do you think I
4: that? You ended my chokeslam career, and now you uh, ended... I've uh... seen you
3: take chokeslam since then. You lied. <laughs> hey, I, I do want to say this real quick, and I think you guys would agree with me. Every time we see you perform on either Dynamite or Rampage, you steal the show, and you tear the house down, and you always give these people 100%. Great job, brother. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. They deserve it. You you wind up doing the job, but you get it. 100%. Hey, hey, you're talking about curse words. Shut up, man. Shut the hell up.
5: Lance, you, you, you're you one of the guys that has had, like, not only improvement, but, like, you, you've had, like, that drastic improvement. You go to the ring. I remember you always was a big, tough, opposing guy, but your style was more fluid. Now you have become the murder hawk. Like, what brought that on? What brought about this more aggressive style, uh, reckless, abandoned guy? That, I mean, 90% of the time, you, you attack your guy before he even makes an entrance. Uh, you're dragging people to the ring.
0: I, I'm, I have fun doing it. I don't know about my opponent. I, I think a lot of that aggression and a lot of that confidence came from my time in Japan. Um, a lot of guys you'll see if they actually get to go to Japan and work, they'll find themselves in a way they never found themselves before. Uh, I've said it before that I heard a lot of yeses when I was over there. Yes, more big, more strong, more monster. Um, and in the States before, I was still young, I was still learning, and I was still trying to figure myself out, and I heard a lot of noes. And when I'd hear those noes, I didn't know what to do. So I went over there, and I found that monster, I came back, and I've been delivering it with AEW. And it's just been a lot of fun because there's so much creative freedom in AEW. Wow. Lance, you talked about
3: learning. You have been very lucky to stand side by side with one of the greatest performers in the history of our business, named Jake the Snake Roberts. Yep.
0: Tell me one of the most important things that you've learned from Jake. I think what Jake has helped me the most with is actually getting on this microphone and speaking. To deliver the murderhawk monster through voice and not just through action. Um, Like I said, I figured out how to be in the ring, how to choke slam the crap out of people, like Tommy Dreamer which was fun. He didn't go up very high sometimes, so I don't know what's going on. Wow. But Jake was able to tell me how to slow down, how to speak. You know, you always hear that. You don't have to scream to get your point across. And he was one of the best, is the best to be able to go out there and he can whisper and you're paying attention. He's whispering and you're afraid of what he's saying. And he was able to kind of translate that to me and help me to understand how to voice the murderhawk monster, not just go out there and kick ass. Uh, Dave Dave screams a lot.
1: I do. And I actually, am, I got to be honest, I'm enjoying this pineapple pizza. It's
4: growing on. Damn right agree. you are. It's
1: actually growing on me. I just had a slice, and it's not bad. Uh, Lance, cool. a lot of history when it comes to pro wrestling here in Texas. Um, I know that means so much to you. How has it been for you to bring that style to AEW?
0: I, it's awesome, you know, and I've used the what I call the EBD claw, the Everybody Dies claw, and that's kind of an ode to the Von Erichs because the Von Erichs, you know, they made Texas wrestling from the Sportatorium days and things like that. So that was kind of a an ode to them, you know. And if any of you guys came to the New Japan show in 2019 when I fought Will Ospreay you know, I finished him off with the EBD claw, and again, it was in Dallas, so it made it very special. And to bring that kind of Texas style, that Stan Hansen, you know, like you said, reckless abandonment and just be able to go out there and knock heads and make people every single time go, oh, my God, it's been fun.
4: Hey, I, last night, you know, we all saw The Undertaker go in, uh, who at the probably one of the more agile big men. You are as well in that category. Who would you say would be like your biggest like role model when you're doing your career or like somebody you'd want to like, I don't want to say emulate, but someone who you
0: really took stuff from? Oh, man. Well, I mean, obviously. Thank,
5: thanks, Lance. I mean, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: I mean, Mark Henry, absolutely not. Um, but, you know, just Ow! I'm just kidding, Mark. I'm just kidding, Mark. <laughs> but Undertaker is one of those guys, like you said, you couldn't help as a big man look to one of the, actually the best big man in a sense that's ever been in this business is The Undertaker. And then, you know, trying to adapt, you know, year after year and how the business changes time after time and into 2022 wrestling. Um, I mean, you're looking to guys, you know, we've got guys like uh, Brody King who can do some amazing things, you know, and, um, and then, you know, you look to the past, like now Jeff Hardy's with us. So there was always an emulation of kind of a mix of uh, Undertaker and Jeff Hardy. And then, you know, I was a big fan of Sting. Sting was kind of the reason I got into the wrestling business. So that lore, that the fact that he could exist in rafters for a year and capture people's attention in a way that almost nobody else has in this business is something to look up to. And I think you try to take little bits of all that and create my own persona and my own aura and hope that you know i can become something special to the business lance uh obviously you're with aew we can see you every wednesday night on dynamite or friday
3: nights um with rampage but it is wrestlemania we're all wrestling fans up here what are you looking forward to the most at wrestlemania night one and two
0: uh i mean night one i you know i think there's so much going on uh I think as a fan, you know, Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, I had to do it. Sorry. Don't be doing my shit. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? No, I'm just kidding. You know, I, I was lucky enough to actually be on the first season of uh, 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 Straight Up Steve Austin. Um, and so that was really cool. My first time ever meeting him. And he was beyond generous trying to give me time on his show. And I was, no, I was just kind of in the background between uh, him and Salvocano on his show. And he was very generous with all that. So for me to be able to see him, like I said, it's 19 years and... Who knows what's gonna happen between him and Kevin Owens. Um, And then I I think you can't help be interested in, you know, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. You know, I mean, it's title versus title. It's the beast incarnate. You know, Roman Reigns has obviously been put on that pedestal for a long time, but he's finding himself in a way that he never even had before. And that's not a knock, that's a reality. And he's become something as big as the business has ever seen. So I think you can't help but see those two guys.
5: Charlotte Flair. And Ronda Rousey is another one for me. Like, uh, to see those two women uh, transcend the business. Like, they, they're, they're, they become as big as any wrestler. Not female wrestlers, but any wrestlers in the industry. And Charlotte Flair is probably the most competitive uh, female wrestler I've ever met.
1: Agreed. And, and another female wrestler that I think is at the top is your NWA Women's Champion and she joins us right now, Camille is in the house. All right, Camille, all right. Coming hey, did the y'all thing. see that?
4: <laughs> Bullet just sold. <laughs> Camille, I apologize for not standing. My jeans are so
7: tight, I can't get up. <laughs> it's all right, I understand. Camille, thank you so much for
1: coming. We have a lot of fans out here from the NWA that Thanks, watch guys. NWA Power. Thank so thank you. you. So how does it feel to hold that
7: gold? Well, it's more like a silvery matte type of deal, but you know, I really love it. It's super cool. You know, Mildred Burke, someone like Jazz held this, belt, held this belt and now I get to, it's a real honor. And being able to take it all over the country, not only in the NWA, but defend it on the indie scene and just get more eyes on it is truly an honor. And you've been doing a phenomenal job. And
1: I've said this on the air that almost the face of the NWA right now is Camille. Um, You know, on the master's class a
3: couple of weeks ago, I almost got emotional. And I know you guys all try to get me emotional. Ten years ago, this young lady walked through me and Devon's doors at the Team 3D Academy. And to see her sitting up here right now with that NWA Women's Championship around her waist, with you guys paying her the respect that she deserves means the absolute world to me. I am
7: so fucking proud of you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Who would have thought when I walked through those doors and met old man Carr that I'd be sitting here now.
5: Bully, you have a lot of success in the fact that you helped mold this wrestler into the wrestler she became. What is the first thing that you wanted to get across to her as a talent?
3: She had a phenomenal attitude. She had the it factor. She had athletic ability. And when you have all that, all you have to do is be a sponge and learn. She was always early to class. She was always one of the last to leave. And all she wanted to do was learn. And you guys know I'm a prick when I train people. And I was a prick to her. But being a prick made her hard to the business. No, stop it. And it hardened her and she's and she's plowing away and she's doing so well. Because we all know of the dangers and the pitfalls that come with pro wrestling. Yes. And I try to prepare them early on so they're not only physically strong, but mentally strong. And she is extremely mentally strong.
5: Camille, you, you, you wrestled
3: at the chase this year. Yes, that was super
5: cool. So how how was that?
7: Well, as soon as you walk into the chase, you look up, and there's these lights on top, and you know that they've been there ever since people like uh, Ric Flair was in there and stuff, and, yep. And the carpet and everything, and it's just that nostalgia, and it was so cool to be able to be under those same lights and the same carpet, and everyone just had a good time, and I had one of the best matches of my career with Layla Hirsch that night, so... It was a good time. And
1: I know it's difficult with the NWA. There's such a history with the NWA. But I really think Billy Corgan has done a phenomenal job of bringing the NWA back to prominence. And I think you, as a title holder, has been able to do that as well.
7: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Guys, what do you think? So
3: if you had your say in anything that was going on, who's next for you? Who do you think is most deserving of a shot at your NWA Women's World Championship?
7: Who is next? Well, there's someone out there that is also undefeated right now. And she's actually in AEW, and her name is Jade Cargill. Ooh! So I would love for the Brick House to take on Jade Cargill and see what happens there.
3: Shots fired. Guys! Hey.
5: I've got her phone
7: number if you want it.
4: Man, I, I spent my last dollar on that match. <laughs> I want to see that. We had that forbidden door for a while, but it hasn't really uh, kicked over to the women's division, so hopefully uh, you can uh, kick that door open.
7: I would love to. Let's kick, let's kick it wide open.
1: You know, one of the things that I love about NWA and one of the things that I love about what you've been able to do is the resurgence of women's pro wrestling. You know, we saw it here in the WWE, and we're going to see that on display tonight night number one of Wrestlemania but now we're seeing it in AEW we're seeing it in the NWA I mean how do you feel about that what you've been able to see with women's wrestling over the last couple of years?
7: I love that women are now taking the forefront and being able to show everybody hey we're not only sexy because the women are still sexy and still fine but hey we can go in the ring too and it's really nice to be able to bring both those worlds and combine them together.
4: Who was your go-to person when you were growing up
7: or saying, hey, I want to do this. So, it was Lita. Nice. Yes, and I actually got a picture with her yesterday at WrestleCon, because I'm not one of those people that's afraid to get a picture, okay? If, if I grew up watching you, it was Edge and Lita growing up, so I've already got my picture with Edge, and then yesterday I went up to Lita and I explained to her that she was my favorite growing up, and she looked at me like, who in the world are you, lady? But <laughs> it was okay, because I got the picture, so.
5: You please do that, because, you know, like, I, I sit back now and... So many guys that I've met in my life, I didn't get a picture with them because of the whole don't wasn't, be a mark. It wasn't thing. in our time.
3: I'll, I'll take a picture with you later, Mark. Don't worry <laughs> oh. about
5: it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but like, some of these guys are not here anymore. And like, I regret, I have serious wrestling regret for not taking photos with people.
1: Yeah. You know, Camille, I want to thank you for coming here and being a part. Of the first time that we've been together for three years, Lance, thank you so much for everything. And I'm going to admit, I'm saying it right here, and I never do this, Lance, but I'm saying it right now, I have fallen in love with pineapple pizza. And you will never hear me ever say a derogatory term about pineapple pizza ever again. Thank I, you. I finally won. He did. <laughs>
4: That's because you're sitting next to me, too.
1: <laughs> Thanks, it happen- Tommy. It happened to be against LaGreca. Lance, thank you so much. Camille, thank you. All right, we'll be back. Myself, Bully, Mark, Tommy, and we'll be joined by WWE Hall of Famer DDP.
2: We're back from Texas Live right here I'm Busted Open. This is the busted open WrestleMania party live from the Arlington backyard at Texas live on Sirius XM fight nation. Every Monday
3: and Friday at noon Eastern, tune into At the Fights as Randy Gordon and Jerry Cooney break down the latest happenings and rumors in the world of boxing. Plus, they'll talk to the biggest names in the sport, past and present, like the legendary George Foreman. This is what we've all wanted to do all our life. And rising star Xander If He's going to go. If I'm
6: going to KO him, I'm going to KO him anyway. Follow the show
3: on Twitter at SiriusXM Boxing and catch At the Fights on Mondays and Fridays from noon till 2 p.m. Eastern. Only on SiriusXM Fight Nation, Channel 156.
1: To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash open. That's mintmobile.com slash open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint
2: Mobile for details. We're throwing the biggest party the Lone Star State has ever seen. This is Busted Open's WrestleMania party. Live from the Arlington backyard at Texas Live on SiriusXM XM Fight Nation. What's up, Texas Live? It's good to see
1: everybody. I see some old friends. We got Mike in Connecticut in the house. We got Gordon in Texas in the house. Love you guys. Wait a minute, Mike from Connecticut is here. He's right there Where? next to Violetta. <laughs> I love it. Are you all right, guys re- all right? All right. I love him. I love him. Are you guys ready for WWE Hall of Famer, the one and only D D P?
6: live is this you guys were you effing around when you uh said you were gonna throw a party
1: <laughs> hey this is the first time ddp in three years that we've been able to be around the busted open nation one of the last times that we were were with you so we had to have you a part of this show today
6: how you guys doing out there <laughs> all right now shut the hell up <laughs>
1: Listen. A big part of this weekend is the Hall of Fame. We saw it last night with the Undertaker to So I mean, amazing. You are a Hall of Famer. How does that feel for you to be a part of that Hall of Fame?
6: You know, to be you know really super honest, it was the biggest moment in my professional wrestling career because I got to thank everybody for you know for being there and doing what they did to help me. Because nobody gets there alone you know
3: so Paige, uh last night we saw the undertaker inducted into the hall of fame one of the biggest inductions in the history of the wwe you got to re- <clears throat> wrestle fight work with whatever you want to call it can you please tell us about your experiences your memories about working with the undertaker
6: first of all when he gets you in the corner and he starts pummeling you I didn't feel shit. (laughs) You know, I mean, his stuff looks so strong, but he's a worker. You know, and anybody's ever been with him, he takes care of you out there. And when you got six foot nine and 290 pounds coming at you, that is a blessing. Uh, You know, I think he's one of the greatest ever in the business that he could go in the Hall of Fame in WrestleMania with having all the records that he's had and everything, you know. First time being kind of like when Edge retired, he went right in. Taker retired, goes right in.
4: I've been uh, wrestling 32 years. There was one person to make me tap out, and that was the Undertaker, and that's for a reason because he was—he's the Undertaker.
5: I'm—I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, like, yeah, um, the Undertaker is also one of those guys that to be as dominant and on top as he was. He didn't do it by force. He, he did it by respect. And you go in that locker room and he'll shake your hand, but he also be like, hey man, like you, you have ownership here. He's like, you know, you see somebody, don't pick their stuff up, tell them to pick their stuff up. He, he allowed everybody else to learn how to lead. And it's a lot of guys that they don't want the pressure of leading. Did you, did you ever have, you, you don't seem like you ever had a problem with Going in any locker room because of the man you are, but didn't you get to witness some of that, like the way you take a lead?
6: I think just being in the ring with him, it, it makes it easy for you. You know, being able to be able to work and be out there and to dance with somebody the way we do, you want you want a good dance partner. And bottom line is, he's one of the very best, and so happy to see him go in right away. And there was there's a couple other people who went in there. Too, like the Steiner brothers. Yep. Yeah. I was so, like, that's that's 10 years overdue, but good to be there. Yeah. You know? We, we talked about that before you came out. Like, uh,
5: people were, I ran into a couple of people at WrestleCon that said, hey, man, I, I was expecting something different from the Steiners. But what I got was... My eyes start welling up because of how respectful they were and how humble they were, and um, that's where you do that. The Hall of Fame is 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 a, is a you join your peers at the top at the mountaintop, and that's the time you said to say thank you. Man, I, I think I, I clowned a little bit at the Hall of Fame, but for the most part, it was like man, I want to thank these people for dealing with me when I was at my, at my most ignorant time. And I want, I want to thank the people that uh, put me over and helped me to be the guy that I became. Like, that, that's, a, that's what the Hall of Fame is for, to, to say thank you, not just, you know, hey, look at me, right?
6: My, my number one goal, and it's the only story I told myself, because before I walked out there, and you know, you're in front of 22,000 people, You ain't been out there in front of 22,000 people in a long time. And the story could be like, oh, my God, what if I forget where I am? What if if my iPad freezes? You know, but that wasn't the story. The story in my head was, I'm going to blow everyone away. I want to make them laugh. I want to make them cry. I want to inspire them.
1: And you've been able to do that. And I can only speak, guys, I mean, here we are, I mean, You know, Bully and Mark, you're part of the Hall of Fame. I always say Tommy's the heart and soul of professional wrestling. But I watch it as a fan, DDP. And when I was watching The Undertaker's speech last night, I had tears in my eyes. And I know the fans here that are part of this party today had tears in their eyes. And I got to thank everybody that's up on this stage right now because all you guys inspire and motivate and entertain. And as, as a fan... Pro wrestling is my life. What you guys do and put your bodies through, for us, I want to personally thank each and every one of you for doing that because you are such a big part, and especially you, DDP, and we've talked about this before. You have dedicated your life to inspire and motivate people, so thank you for doing that.
4: And, guys, like. Bully and Mark and myself, we were in uh, WWE when when the guys from WCW come over, DDP. We're all, and then like making fun of this guy who's doing yoga and like, you know, always has ice all over him. And then like you look at it and he was so. Terry Funk is a trendsetter. Dusty Rhodes has been a trendsetter. This guy here has been a trendsetter because he was before the curve of helping the wellness of not only pro wrestlers, but of people. So, man, I I say this all the time, I see you, man. Thank you, thank you so much. You're responsible for giving every person here and every person in the world Scott Hall for longer than we should have had him, and it's because of you and people you care. You're working with Buff Bagwell right now. You care about people, and that's why people care about you. DDP, I,
5: I wanna tell you thank you too. You know, we had a talk probably about five years ago when I was telling you I was thinking about retiring. And you were like, "Hey man, you know when you stop running around in that ring, you're going to gain a lot of weight, you're going to get big, and you know you need to start stretching, and you know, I'm just going to say this right now. You know, 100 pounds lighter. I can, I've never been able to cross my legs in my life. Thank you.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Tommy, you cross your legs now. Leave him alone. Come on. He's got his tight (laughs) jeans on. Leave him alone. (laughs) Yeah. There you go, Tommy. This feels so great. Uh, DDP, so, yes, we lost Scott a couple of weeks ago. You helped him so much. God bless the bad guy. When? Why did you decide to start helping the boys so much. This can be a very cutthroat business, a lot of backstabbers. You decided to go out there and dedicate your life, the the back end of your career, to helping the boys out. Why? Uh,
6: Well, it started with Jake. You know, because, you know, we started our uh, podcast, DDP Snake Pit. And a lot of people know what I did for Jake. Our first episode on DDP Snakebit is what Jake did for me, which was the first guy, now Dusty Rhodes, without Dusty Rhodes, there's no Diamond Dallas Page. But he didn't believe in me as a wrestler until after I came back from the torn rotator cuff and he saw how much I improved after they fired me. He didn't fire me, Bill Watts did, and I came back a year later. Then he believed in me. Before that it was Jake. Like Jake, Jake took me under his wing and he screwed with me a lot. Cause that's how Jake teaches you. He makes you figure the shit out. And, but he, there were so many times that he would watch my matches which were brutal to watch. Uh, he watched those matches and he would, critique me through them. And one of the things he said to me at one time, cause I know the booking committee never believed in me for years and years. And he goes, why did you do that? And I said, well, that's what they told me they wanted me to do. He said, do you think they believe in you? Do you think they believe in where you want to go? I said, no. He said, when you're out there, That's your time. You have to take control of your own destiny out there. And I'll never forget, I was having a match with Alex Wright, it was like a clash of champions or something, Wednesday primetime night. And I'm going over for the first time on somebody who meant anything. And we got in that match, and at some point they said, go home. And I know I got 12 minutes, and maybe we're five in. Go home, I said, okay, and I kept the heat on. Had the kid come back, take him down, put the heat on. Come on, go home, DDP, they're saying go home, okay. I just kept doing my thing. At some point, Charles Robinson leans over, he goes, Diamond, they're screaming in the back, go home. I looked at him, I said, fuck them, I'll take the heat. I'm going to freaking fucking shut the fuck up, and and God bless him, Alex Wright was still a kid then, he's going, no, dee, dee, dee. go home, let's go home, let's go home, I go, fucking kid, I'm taking the heat, I kept on him, boom, 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 little bit of comeback, he flipped over, bang, freaking, I'm walking the in the back, crowd went bananas, they went crazy, uh, Friggin', here comes Kevin Sullivan, the only person in the back when I walk through the curtain, and he's walking over to me, and I just know he's gonna chew my ass out. And he puts out his hand, and he goes, "Congratulations, kid. Today you became a worker." Great story. I love it.
1: I love it. Great story. DDP, obviously right behind us, AT&T Stadium. Uh, the last time that WrestleMania was here, you had a moment at WrestleMania. Tell us about it.
6: It was really cool because as, as much as I hated, I loved working with The Undertaker because I love Mark. But what the spot was that I was coming in on, there was so much heat for WCW. And Stone Cold and I talked about it on his last show. Like There was so much heat, I didn't know that was there. I would never have come in if I knew it was like that. So bottom line is, I wasn't happy when I first came in, but once we started the best of nitros, right on up from the thousand, you know, the legends and the rumble and all the stuff WWE did for me, really positive. They bring me into this stadium. There's 101,000 people. They're doing the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And besides Shaq, I'm the only guy to get music, which was super cool. I have a picture of me walking out and I'm about this big and that whole side of the stadium and everybody's throwing up the diamond cutter. It, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. Thank you. Uh, it was it, just getting out there, having fun. Never worked in front of a crowd. No one has walked in, worked in front of a crowd that big unless they were there. So it was it was amazing, man, and I was sixty one, so I was having a hell of a plan.
4: If you want to talk about how much heat there was on WCW, they brought in the ECW guys to fix it. (laughs)
6: Love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, all I know is there's gonna be tens and tens of thousands of fans tonight, two nights, EDP. Of WrestleMania, more memories. You've given us so many memories over the years. You continue to give us memories now,
2: and uh, we appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much.
6: Man, thanks for having me, everyone.
2: All right. Busted Open's WrestleMania Party was produced by Gabby Las and Paul Ehrlich. Associate producer is Andre Viola. Marissa Rivas, director of SiriusXM XM Fight Nation. Special thanks to LED ATL, Texas Live, and all of the SXM media teams that helped make this possible. And to the senior vice president of Sports and Podcasts, Steve Cohen. SiriusXM Podcasts.